Welcome everybody back at another episode of Two Fat Guys and a Dream. Of course, I'm your host with most true Steam Machines, Dean. As always, I'm joined by my father, Scott Steen. No confusions. He is my father, Scott Steen. <laughs> Scott, how are you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? I just, you know, I want to make sure that our relationship is disclosed. Everybody knows that, you know, I'm not just hanging out with older men for fun. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just, you know, just... <laughs> you're, you're responding to your sister's admonitions, aren't you? <laughs> no. She, you know, she was talking to me about doing a podcast with me, and she said, you know, I, I call you dad because I'm not a monster. <laughs> I did not hear I did not hear that. I did not know that she... She thinks, she was just... she thinks that's funnier, funnier than hell that you call me Scott, so... I, well, anyway, you know, I, I try to keep professional here. I'm a professional guy. It's, it's good to be here, son. Uh, I can see your move is going well. <laughs> it's getting it's getting emptier. Okay. It's getting emptier. Small. Also, new bowling bag. I, I, I oh. forgot to send you this picture, but, uh, you know, just so we could catch up. Because <laughs> I use this time to catch up every, every week. I got a new bowling bag over there. So that's pretty nice, huh? You like that? Pretty excited about that. How many does it hold? Three ball. Three ball bag. Three ball bag. Yes, sir. Can you lift that all by yourself? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Don't fuck. Oh, throwing stones from glass houses, ain't we? Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, who's out there swinging that sledgehammer every day, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Swing that hammer today, buddy. Were you out there? Uh, no. Ironically, no. Today I was actually uh not busy at all, but I got to go home early. Even it was a weird, weird day. Wow. But I survived, you know. Here we are. Got the, got the EO, huh? Some days I kind of I kind of vibe, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Put yourself on the EO list. Uh, it's nice to be. You know, how long is that intro? That's a long intro. What? This intro of... right now? The one we're talking about right now? No, not the one we're no, the music intro. Uh it's long. We normally do about 15 seconds. 15 to 30. Se- we talk through like 15 seconds. We let it play for about 15 seconds and then I come in. And then Oh, do we? In. You yeah, you pot it down a little bit, do you? I, th- I thought so. Yeah, although this time I let it play a little long, but I'm, I still I we were yeah, we were all right. Okay. I muted you a little early. I had a, I I was writing down stuff. But welcome everybody into Two Fat Guys in a Dream. Of course, I'm your host, Truman Steve Machine Steen. That is Scott Steen. Today we're going to talk about. I muted uh, you're, you're, you a little you're, early, like when I was three. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to believe this today. We're going to talk about weight loss. We're going to talk about uh-huh. uh, some goals that I've hit. We're going to talk about, uh, we've got fast food minutes, we've got diet reviews to catch up with how I'm doing with your diet, Scott, dad, yes, whatever. We're, going to be, we're also going to talk about uh, how not to be sucked in by the fool's gold of losing seven pounds in one week because you had a stomach bug. Because it comes is, back with a vengeance. It's a vengeance. That is something so, we are certainly going to discuss, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about normal diets have roadblocks. Uh, mine currently uh, has a uh, pyramid erected in front of it. Uh, it's a skyscraper, if you will. So we're, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk through that. Good to be here. Uh, it's a beautiful day. We are recording, of course, on Monday. Day. As we, it's about seventy-two degrees. It's just like a perfect day. The perfect yeah. day. Gonna be a little chilly. You can open up those windows to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we won't. We'll run the air because we live in an apartment and there's no way to get a cross breeze. But uh, well, normal fair. people who live in a house uh, can open their windows and it'd be great. I, oddly enough, I can get a cross breeze. But it's only like through our kitchen, so I uh, I don't want to tell you about that. But we'll, like, let's get into uh, the personal health review, Scott. Uh, I'll start. I uh, okay. Oh, jumping right off. Go. 
That's right. I had some good stuff. I had, uh, this week, I weighed in on Friday at 255.7. I, uh, so I lost 2.3 pounds. This is the first time in a while. I've, I'm kind of starting to, we're losing so much. We, we've, we've done enough episodes now with our graphics that I can't show you all 16 episodes, uh, or you guys wouldn't be able to see it. But this is the first time I've lost over two pounds, uh, in, uh, uh, five weeks, five weeks ago, episode 11, this is episode 16, episode 11, I lost 2.1 pounds, but so this is the most weight I've lost since episode nine. Uh, so it's been a bit since I've had a week this good. It felt good to finally, we were talking about plateauing. I kind of been plateauing for the last, uh, three or four weeks. And I kind of felt like I finally broke through and lost 2.3 pounds. And that felt pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding work. Outstanding work. A very good 2.3 Ain't nothing wrong with that. We'll talk about how the diet's working for you in a minute, but we'll get the uh, we'll get the bad news out of the way. Uh, well, Truman. Oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The t- sorry. Just for all and for all the stat nerds, two point three pounds total loss, thirty one point six six percent. We're still uh, uh, two point eight two percent for the week, so I'm back ahead of that two percent per week. Even though that's still not ever going to happen, but you know, it's still fun to stay ahead of it while I can. Uh, the, the only reason I really stopped you, I wouldn't have stopped you just to t- tell people percentages. There's not that many math nerds. I want to talk a little bit about at the beginning of the show, when we started this, we talked about good, better, best goals. I, I, and I posted this on Twitter. People who are, anybody who probably listens to the show is probably also on following me on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, so I, we talked about good, better, best goals. My good goal was lame. You said, you said very ambitious goals all the way across you had incredible goals. Mine were kind of lame. My good goal was to not gain any weight on the show. And I'll tell you what. At this point, if I end up back at 281.5, I will be pretty upset, mostly because I, I worry about what serious injuries would have hap- had have happened or serious things I'd be going through to just be like, come on the show every week and be like, yeah, it's up, up another five, I guess. You think because the American people are kind of dicks at heart, like, we, our views would skyrocket if we were both like, fuck, put another five pounds on this week. I don't know what the... Ma- oh, my God, I can't stop the bleeding. You think, like, our views would just keep going up and up as watch two <laughs> fat guys in a nightmare as they continue to gain weight. Yeah, it's like... Um, but, yes, yeah. I would... You know you know me. I'm a very big guy. I don't want... Uh, uh, on jinxes, I don't want to talk about the end of the game with three minutes left, even if we're up three touchdowns. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Uh, so I don't want to say that your good goal has been accomplished, but I feel really, really strongly about the possibility of success of accomplishing your good goal of not to gain weight during this uh, endeavor. So far, I have accomplished the good goal, but as a, as with any diets, as the it'll depend on how we stop when this show stops. It'll always the struggle is always to keep the weight off after a diet. Not to say that yes. I'll never get back up there, but I like to feel like we've got a pretty good distance away from it now. Uh, and hopefully I won't have too many big life situation changes until I have like children. And hopefully that's uh, years away. So uh, sorry to break that news to you here on the show. I'm marking this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, But the reason I wanted to talk about it is we talked about uh, good, better, best goals. My better goal was fitting in a suit that I had purchased while I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, right before I moved uh, in the last like two weeks before I moved, I probably put on about like, 
pointy lapels that you put silver things on and a bolo tie that you wear with it and like typing on the sleeves. Is, You'd think. I think we're all getting a pretty good picture of your New Mexico suit. <laughs> but no, but I uh, saw. Separately. Had not it, included. In the process of moving, I gained probably five to 10 pounds, honestly, just from the stress of it all, uh, even after the suit. But, so honestly, by the time I moved to Kansas City, I basically, yeah, couldn't fit in it. Yeah, because I bought it because I knew I was going to be interviewing with stuff and I wanted to get, I was like, you know what? I want to get a good tailored suit again. That'd be great. Uh And I did. And then all of a sudden I gained weight by the time I left Albuquerque. And so when I arrived in Kansas City, I haven't been able to fit in this suit. And that suit I got fitted at at about 255 pounds. And I was all the way up to 283 when we started the show. I am back down to 255.7, as we said, which means that. This weekend, I went to West Virginia. At a, went to a beautiful wedding. It was outside. This is almost a better... I love that I fit into the suit. That's, you know, not to bury the lead. That is why I wanted to talk about this. That I hit my better goal. That was great. The mm-hmm. suit fit. It was yeah. comfortable. I didn't rip the suit. I didn't rip my pants. It was awesome. The, the pants fit even better than the jacket. The jacket was almost a little tight, but it wasn't like here. It was just like here where I'm like... I, you, I could have back. Yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little. Now, the Steens have broad shoulders. Always, yeah, have, we're not. always had big shoulders, meaty shoulders. Yeah, it, but shorter arms. Like half the time I have to get a short on the jacket. So it's uh, it's really interesting. A goddamn T-Rex is what we are. Yeah, but but uh, almost better than fitting in the suit. There, this, the wedding was in, the, was in a field outside. And then the reception was still outside in a tent. Sure. Uh, yeah. shout out the West Virginia weather. It was ah. fantastic, but it was like, uh, 81 degrees, like at the wedding, yeah. like maybe, maybe low, maybe low eighties, high seventies. I didn't sweat too much in it. And then at the reception, I was fine also. So it was great. I was like, wow. I was like, this is nice to not sweat every single moment of my life when I'm outside and it's hot. And it was also great to fit in that suit. So that was, uh, it was kind of my yeah. personal victories. I think sometimes... When we do weight loss here, it is hard to always look at a number, especially when you start to plateau. But when, even sure. when you're plateauing, your body is kind of still catching up. You know, I'm not going to look – let's say I lost five pounds today. I would not look five pounds lighter, per se. Then I don't look – I help. Even I, Let's say I worked out – I weighed 260.7 this morning. I lost four pounds from this moment because I worked out right before here. I do not look four pounds slimmer than I did this morning. But so there's some amount of like catching up that your body has to do. And I would say that sometimes when you're plateauing, I think your body is doing a little bit of that catch up. Your body, your body's maybe shifting around. And so you look for non number goals. non. If you're listening only on podcasts this week, you really missed out as Truman showed us how weight shifted around. Yes. Yes. But there are all you YouTube people. There you go. Yeah, but but sometimes you have to look for non-scale victories, non-number victories, and things like this suit, even after hitting the plateau for four weeks, was great to fit into, was great to uh, go to a great wedding and not sweat. Uh, so I really did enjoy that. A shotgun wedding in West Virginia? I'm no. just kidding. They're all, they're all shotgun weddings in West Virginia. Everybody brings a shotgun in West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> or even, even their mascot carries a shotgun. We talked about that's a real gun. I talked to people about that. That's a real gun. Did you know that? Okay. They're 
they they get to keep the gun afterwards and then there's like a controversy a few years back they shot one of the mascots shot a bear while he was the mascot with the gun and he got in trouble and i was like how can you get in trouble for that like that's kind of the rules it was the baylor bear truman (laughs) that was the problem holding the mascot ahead holy shit Another mascot on mascot crime right there. Uh, underreported news story, if you ask me. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a big controversy with West Virginia. It was one of your mom's pride, proudest t-shirts. She had the West Virginia University uh, rifle team t-shirt for, that she wore for many years. That's kind of fun. Kind of fun. It is. Uh, yeah. Like West Virginia. West Virginia is beautiful. Man, you really got you really got to hit it the right time of the year, though, brother. Uh, it's It's some nasty shit. In them hills during the winter. Oh, I could, oh, I could imagine. Yeah, but I bet it'd be gorgeous in the fall. With how many trees? Uh, I'm shocked by how dense the trees are there, oh, and I yeah. imagine that would just be gorgeous to look at. Just West Virginia. First time I saw a trailer, a trailer house with an uh, outhouse and satellite dish. Mm. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, driving along the one of the highways up there in the hollers, somebody had a, a, a single wide with a outhouse and a satellite dish. One of the big old satellite dishes of of your. On the outhouse, or no, no, no. This oh. was a, this was one of those like seven, eight foot dishes. Oh gosh, like trying to pick up yeah. aliens. <laughs> right. Well, that's what they used to be back in the day. The like really like people that had like serious money would get satellite, like real satellite dishes, and you could hmm. pick up. Fuck, you could pick up channels everywhere. All kinds right. of weird shit. It was cool. My my cousin had it in North Carolina. Well, they if they wouldn't have bought, some would say priorities right i mean if you wouldn't have bought the huge satellite dish maybe you get the double wide instead of the single wide but i don't know i don't i don't know why maybe the house wasn't functional because the trailer should have had a a bathroom in it but maybe that was but it has to connect to plumbing it has to connect to plumbing right if you're this trailer's out in the middle of nowhere then the outhouse maybe has yeah because a yeah because a a a I can't believe some of the rabbit holes we go down because a, uh, a a mobile a trailer home is is plumbed to be part of the city system. Like a, a travel trailer is self-contained. You have right. your, your your like your an waste. RV is self yeah. self-contained. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And uh, I don't even know that you can rig it to be part of the city system. I don't even know that you can. I mean, I'm an sure RV? there's a way to do it. I mean, uh, you see them. You see like. 20 footers and stuff parked in like trailer parks. I'm assuming they don't load up every time they need to go dump their septic. Uh, I listen at oddly enough, I am semi qualified to talk about this. I would say that most like systems like that have to have some kind of backflow preventer. There's, there's a fair amount of code to, any city connection when you're connecting to a city sewer that I, some might have, I mean, you might be able to connect just an RV to a, to the same thing that a trailer that a mobile trailer connects to. You might be able to roll that up and connect it maybe in a way to the same thing, but there's probably a certain kind of fitting or fixture that you've got to do. It's probably a fair amount of Jerry rigging to get it, but. I would, I would assume so. Yeah, you've never, have you ever uh, emptied a septic tank from a travel trailer or, or, an, uh, or an RV? No, and I don't even, don't even want to hear the stories. I Good think. Time. It's, you know what? As long as everything goes well, it's fine. 
not a problem whatsoever. As long as your all your seals are correct, everything's flowing in the right direction. Uh, the tank has plenty of room in it that you're emptying it into. It's no problem. Once none of those things go right, it can be a very very bad problem. And uh, so we uh, we usually had success. We had a family uh, travel trailer when I was younger, and uh, if you can imagine your grandfather. Uh, when the uh, when the shit hit the fan, so to speak, um, Quite less than yeah. happy, less less than happy. Uh, I could I could imagine that. I could I, I can I can imagine that enough right, to imagine so, the words that were said. Hey, speaking of shitty situations, make, Scott, how did your week go? Let's make it all about me, buddy. Uh, what did I weigh in at? What what I, what I what was my weight? I believe uh, I have you down as three hundred seven point one. Yes, that's correct. That's that's correct. Couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the decimals. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, uh, and I told you when I told you the number, it was a mixed blessing because obviously that's a gain from the week before. And I knew we were going to snap back, and now we have. But I was up to three twelve um, after the weekend. After the uh, after we had eaten there on Sunday and gone out for a little Indian buffet, I you know knew you were going to pay the price. But between my not great eating the whole weekend, basically, and then capping it off with Sunday, a huge weight gain. So to lose five pounds in five days, I was happy with where that was. It was like one of your weeks where you just have to pedal, pedal, pedal uh, to get back in the respectable range. So the good news is we did it, got back on track, still feel uh, feel good, feel strong. So uh, I'm okay. Uh, I'm just I'm willing to write off basically here three or four weeks. Uh, because of this, uh, in you know, this infection. But still want to be on track to be under three bills by July 9th. So that's my goal. Absolutely. There you go. Um, I think what I do think about diets, uh, that if you have a successful diet that is working well for you, I will say that having a bad weekend, uh, it doesn't feel like as much of a downer when you have, like, especially, so we, I, even lightly mentioned it that I this morning weighed in at 260.7, which I was like, holy shit. But when you are on a living a better lifestyle, a healthier, you're in a healthier rhythm. I will say most times it feels like if you have a bad three days, you have bad two days, a bad weekend. If you get back into it, if you do not allow those that weekend to become, well, also Monday, Tuesday, I had a bad weekend. I'm not going to get there. I might as well kind of give myself an off week here, you know, or uh, two weeks. So right. It snowballs. Uh, if you get back to it, if you have a great plan, I feel like your body is easier to snap back. Like even today, I'm, oh, yeah. getting, I'm getting back a little healthier. And, you know, I weighed at 260 point again with seven this morning. And before the show, just now, I weighed in at 256.1. All right. And that's because my body's ready to snap back. It said, hey, we ate like shit. This isn't how we normally eat. Now that we're getting back into what we normally eat, hey, I'm ready to get back to where your body was. And so I have confidence. I have hope that even though I am a, a little heavier than my I was last week right now, I think there's a good possibility we're going to get past it. And also have another great week and keep building. Yeah, that fr fried squirrel with possum gravy, that <laughs> shit, it's not healthy. It's just not healthy up there in West Virginia. So. You know you know what I did bring home? I brought home pepperoni rolls. That's what you got to bring home from West Virginia. I don't know if you ever had a pepperoni roll. Uh, 
what's a pepperoni? What is it? What are you talking it's about? Just, it's just dough. It's, uh, it's like dough, cheese, pepperoni, like garlic, butter, and you just bake it. It's awesome. But you, and you can, but you can keep them. They don't spoil if you don't put them in the fridge. They don't spoil. Okay. You can keep them out of the fridge because it's what like miners used to take into the coal mines because okay. they don't have to refrigerate them or warm them up or anything. So they have pepperoni rolls. It's very popular there in West Virginia. Okay. Well, that I'm always, uh, always love meat and cheese. You don't have to refrigerate. So hey, that's... that's big fan. I also did bring you home a, uh, local jar of, uh, uh, produce. So you won't be able to what? guess what it is and you won't, uh, it's just kind of a, it'll be a little father's day gift, but it don't get, okay. don't go crazy. But if we just were out of like a local farm and we saw, we were like, let's get him something. And I saw, I was like, I bet he'll like this. I bet he would enjoy this on his stuff. So I got you. I got you something. Cool. All right. So, so let's do the uh, <laughs> mid diet check-in with uh, the plan you're on. You're currently on, what have we done? The dad diet. The dad diet. That's right. Okay. Uh, It's good. It's going, it's going good. I mean, what I will say is I texted you in the middle of the week about macros because we were Mm -hmm. talking about you do, uh, so for 1800 calories, I want to, let me pull up my, my fitness pal, uh, 1800 calories, 80 carbs, 80 net carbs, Mm -hmm. 80 net carbs, right? So my fitness pal it's good. You can put in your calories and you can put in your macros and how you want to split them. And it will say, oh, if you're, you know, this many carbs, it's this percent. And then you can have this much protein. You need to have this much stuff. Um, uh, actually, let me look for tomorrow because I've worked out today and it gives you back some stuff. I don't right. use it, but it gives you back. I, that I don't stuff. like that. I don't like that either. So, um, or let's look at, yeah, let's look at tomorrow. So, like my net carbs that I can have tomorrow, man, this is okay. Well, this is not going like I thought it would. Okay, tomorrow I can have ninety net carbs. Is how I said it. It's really eighty, but just the way percentages work out, your it choice, wants you to. Your choices on your choices on my fitness pal, by the way, uh, when you start playing with the carbs, are ninety or sixty-eight. Right, exactly. Fifteen percent is sixty-eight, and twenty percent is ninety. Yep. So, so that's, and I and I and I told you I'd cranked mine down to sixty eight, right? Uh, right as right as you reached out and said no, but I was getting ready to lower my carbs today, which I did. I've got that down to sixty eight, um, and to see if I can hit that. And, and most times I do hit it, but I'm usually, sometimes I'm in the seventies, which is fine. That's below the eighty that I was actually shooting for. So anyway, you're shooting for eighty, but it says no. <clears throat> and so and where differences from like keto uh, is that I would say the fat is only ninety grams. And it leaves you with 158 grams of protein. And oddly enough, keto uh, stresses eating a lot of fat because when you don't have the carbs, it needs the fat is what it's going to start to burn through. And it, right. it's not stressing not eating protein, but not eating too much protein. Like it, like I like looked up, I was like, can I have my protein shake? And it's like, yes, but no, because you, if you don't have it, if you don't have enough carbs, then sometimes your body will take the excess protein and turn the protein into sugar and then use it like that and so you're not so you're still going through sugar and or the you know basically a carb but the protein 158 grams of protein is a lot of protein i never never hit my goals never hit my protein goal never it's just i that is it feels a little insane honestly i talked to my doctor about it Mm -hmm. 
My doctor said a hundred is plenty. Right. Plenty for a human being. That's plenty of protein. I, I saw somebody on TikTok. Uh, obvi- obvi- you went to a medical professional. Let that be the exam. Let that be the the, the straight, straight fact here. But I did okay. go to. I, I was on TikTok and somebody was saying like, "Hey, if you're trying to bulk or you're trying to gain muscle and you're working out a lot, you should you should maybe eat about a hundred or you should eat, sorry you should eat about one gram per body weight per pound of body weight." If and if you're trying to lose weight, your protein goal should be what your goal weight is. So if I was working out all the time, I should be eating 200 grams of protein, which I kind of understand because I worked out today, right? And so my fitness pal gives you back those calories. I'm not really trying to use them, but my fitness pal will give you back those calories and they will multiply it times the per- times the percentages to give you back the grams. And now my protein goal for today, like I, I went and did a thousand calorie workout. My protein goal for the day right now is 253 grams of protein. Yeah, I know. Which is just yeah. insane. But every every meal you eat, you'd have to look like the uh, the end credits of the Flintstones when they put that big rack of brontosaurus ribs on the side of the car and it tips the car over. Every fucking meal would have to look like that. I mean, I'm not even sure. I had a slab of meatloaf today. I, I went to Logan's Roadhouse in, uh, yeah. in uh, West Virginia because we don't have them in Kansas City anymore. And I grew right, up on right. Logan's Roadhouse, so I was. I, we saw that, and Tina had never had it, and she always gives me a hard time because I get the regular butter. It doesn't matter. We went to Logan's Roadhouse. I got the grilled meatloaf. I had a big old slab of meatloaf, 500 calories worth of meatloaf, and still that only had 31 grams of protein today. So right. So you just got to do that eight times. Yeah, I couldn't have an, and and it comes with two slices, so I couldn't. Eat, but I still couldn't imagine eating four slabs of that meatloaf. And eating four slabs of that meatloaf would put me at. Uh, four thousand calories for the day. Oh, oh! Each piece of meatloaf is about five hundred calories. Oh, good lord! So that is the thing again, and that is the sneaky thing about meatloaf is a lot of meatloaf has <clears throat> breadcrumbs and filler in it, and so like yeah, my neck carbs were a lot of loaf, not much meat. Yeah, as much protein as there was thirty-one grams. I actually still had twenty-eight net carbs on that, which included Yikes. fourteen grams of sugar, which is still Ooh. insane. Ooh. But that per is, piece? yes, per piece. And it comes Coca-Cola with two pieces on a bed of mashed potatoes. Coca-Cola meatloaf? No, Jesus just Christ. grilled meatloaf. It's got gravy on it and like uh, grilled onions. And maybe they're grilled in like a sweeter something. Like grilled onions and okay. mushrooms. But I man, I don't know where they're getting it. It's crazy. Brutal. And I that's, believe that place didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. But that's. That's the sneaky thing about a lot of those places. Um, which brings me to, uh, I actually kind of want to talk about. We should do a mom's minute on this. <laughs> yeah, about about labels. So, yeah. so I guess that kind of wraps up how how the diet's going. The diet is going great. I, and what I'm also realizing is that when I'm on a carb restriction, I do better. And I just I have to limit my carbs. And that is a that is a tough fact to do man because i love like mac and cheese i love bread i love a sandwich i love a burger i feel silly when i'm getting a lettuce burger but you know there's other things around it now especially with the emergence of keto while keto isn't a perfect diet it does have some nice things you talk about eating keto bread i'm getting some keto bread and you could use that for a burger feels weird to put a burger on bread but i you know i like a patty melt you know so that ain't the the original the place that invented the hamburger back in 
Connecticut or Jersey or wherever the hell they used Have you ever seen a, they used to have these vertical grill things and you'd stick the bread, you'd stick the everything in there and it would cook it at the same time? It was all bre on bread. Was, uh, the burger was originally on bread. So I think that's just been kind of a drive-in thing where they started serving them on <coughs> buns. Yeah. The original hamburger was on bread. And I'll tell you, uh, I love a burger too. I get past it by making myself a lot of turkey burgers. Not, and I'll have it on the keto bread, but I can do whatever I want. I, I'll chop up garlic, onions, cheese, put it inside the burger. The other night I made a turkey Juicy Lucy Ooh. and had it on a wrap. I made it like a like the size of a hot dog. Made it uh, cylindrical, put cheese inside of that, cooked it, put it on one of my keto tortilla wraps, and it was very good, man, you know. Um, I think, quite simply, I think... I just I think it, it everything becomes easier, especially when we talked about that meatloaf just now. Uh, everything becomes easier when you eat at home, and that is mm -hmm. a hard thing for some people to. You know, it, it's hard to sit down after a long day of work. You know, I'm of course I do grub buds on Mondays, so I don't have to even think about that today. I'm going to go pick up, uh, ironically, a sandwich after this, but uh, we're going to go do that, and then. But it's hard to do eight hours of work. And then, you know, especially when you're trying to lose weight, maybe there's a two-hour workout in there and there's a little bit of commute time. So maybe you've been awake for 12 hours. You've done 12 hours worth of stuff. And then you still have to go cook for another hour to then eat 20 for 20 minutes and then finally relax and do some, do whatever right. you want to do. And that is, oh, fucking, that is hard. Like, people have, like, I think the average American stops at McDonald's once a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think there's, you know, like... Three, they have over 300 million unique visitors. I mean, or, or you know, unique tickets per week. So you know, I think statistically, fucking, that's why people do it. You know, nobody, nobody loves it. You know, every, you know, if you ask people about fast food, like McDonald's, nah, really. I mean, you know, Big Mac's pretty good or whatever. And people are that way about all fast food. People make fun of Taco Bell. They make fun. Of, they roast fucking Arby's, and yet these places thrive. Why? Because people, and you can't say people are lazy. People are doing shit. You got Absolutely. shit to do. You don't have the time to cook. And, you know, it's brutal. That's why I try to, I, I tend to do things um, that are very quick, um, that don't take a lot of time. I make meatloaf uh, out of turkey about once every two weeks. I have I get four or five meals out of that. I'll even have a little breakfast loaf with an egg on top. I'll have a meatloaf sandwich. Um, I'll make you know I'll take it's like a one point three pounds of turkey that I get from Aldi, and I'll just make the whole thing into a meatloaf. And you know it's, it's handy for me because I'm the only one that eats it. So, right. Yeah. You know, um, of course, mom doesn't eat meat, so it works out well. Mm -hmm. uh, the girls will come over to scavenger every once in a while if I'm sure, sure. a meatloaf, but. Uh, so yeah, you, it, it's kind of a plan. There isn't a lot you can do fast food wise on this. I uh, but I do believe it's why meal prepping. It's also one of those things why meal prepping has become so popular, and uh, it's just and you know you spend three hours on Sunday and then you don't have to worry about stopping by and making dinner during the week or lunch, and so yeah. meal prepping I think is. More and more essential. We've been very busy, so it's been hard to do that. I'm ready to get back into meal prepping. And the the benefit of it's 
like the benefit of these diets where I'm not cutting out like weird things is that I can probably get some back into some nice meal preps. Like this diet, I could certainly do a great meal prep on, you know, mm-hmm. you stay away from some rice, but you know, I get a nice little veggie, veggie fajita something or, you know, but it also allows if you get a little keto bread, a little sandwich, you know, a little whole right. wheat, little whole wheat keto bread sandwich, you know, or whatnot. So, yep. um, but that's just. I don't know. I think that is it is hard to do maybe any diet without without cooking at home. And that's and that's hard for people. It certainly makes it easier. It certainly makes it easier. I know kind of the middle ground on that is the meal delivery services. Yeah. And I've actually been we did it for a while and um, I've kind of uh, we stopped and then we've I've kind of been looking at it again because I, I, I want to be able to have your mom not have to come home and, and cook because she works, you know, right. 10 hours on her feet. She comes home and is always faced with the dilemma of what the, what the make. And I, yeah. you know, so I want to uh, maybe help in that regard because that's a good time for me to be able to cook. I can mm-hmm. cook in the hour before she gets home so I could have it ready. Uh, but we don't eat the same thing. She eats a lot of pasta, a lot of rice, things like that. I do not. So, yeah. Um, but I can tell you, Meal services, whether it's HelloFresh or Blue Apron or whoever you decide to get, somewhere in the neighborhood, about 10 to 12 bucks per serving. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're looking at it versus cooking at home, it's terribly expensive. If you're looking at it versus going out to a restaurant, it's very reasonable. It's, it's, it's I, I would say, 30% less than your average restaurant ticket. I think, you know, anytime you go out and spend... Less than 35 bucks, 35, 40 bucks for two of you to have a dinner. You're way ahead of the game. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I know you guys, because you guys usually have a glass of wine or something. So that's something you probably don't, you don't ever see that number. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm the older I get, uh, feels weird. It feels dumb to say, but the older I get, but I just, I don't love having one, you know, I'm a big all or nothing almost kind of guy when it comes to drinking. Well, you're a binge- a binge drinker? I'm not a well. I know binge drinking is. I don't. I don't have to get drunk, but I'm not a. I just. I don't love to have one just because I'd rather have water or soda. I just. It's Never a lot of calories drunk. to kind of feel weird about. Kind of gross. I, I. I. You know. I. I. I'm. I'm the same way. If I'm gonna drink liquor. Now, I have gotten to the point where I can go to a concert or something and have one or two you know, Jack on the rocks or whatever. But if I'm going to drink beer, I'm not drinking one beer. No. And I don't like, and I don't like liquor with food, which helps. Right. Uh, I I don't like drinking beer with food. I I like drinking a soda. I like having a soda with food. But so that's a, that's a habit you got to break on this. So just to review before we go too far down, just to review what we're doing. um, The diet consists of it for, for our first time listeners. That's the diet that I'm on. It's uh, limiting yourself to around 80 carbs. This is on an 1,800-calorie diet, around 80 carbs a day, less than 20 grams of sugar, basically cutting out everything that's white, Uh, bleached flour, uh, rice, potatoes, um, all things you can have in moderation. When I say cutting them out, really severely uh, limiting your intake because if you look at a half cup of rice is 40, 45 grams of carbs right off the bat. So, I mean... Yeah, uh, you can you can do it, but you pretty much got a plan for your rest of the day around it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 the diet in a nutshell. 
it's kind of a more friendly version of keto. It's a more sustainable version of keto is what I call it. It's just reduced carbs. It, it is yeah. the, the more and more that we sugar. do this and the more and more we look at other diets, an overarching trend again is that it's all certain ways to limit your calories. But the second trend is that it kind of gets away from that. The ones that I've been the most successful on are the ones that are get away from that get away from carbs. And I don't okay. think that's just a coincidence with my body. I think that's uh, probably most people. No, and, and you think about it, you're cutting out a lot of the unhealthy shit that you eat. You're cutting out fried foods, you're cutting out soda, and you're cutting out sweets. Mm-hmm. And those are the, I would say those are probably the three bugaboos of 90% of Americans that are overweight. Yep. Those, th- those, those three things right there, and they all come back to how your body, body ends up processing sugar. Because as we know, I don't know if we've talked about it, but carbs turn to sugar. And it's all about the process of getting that sugar, using it, and removing the waste. If you've got too much waste, it turns into fat, blah, blah, blah. I'm convinced, uh, after a lifetime of reading on the subject and now seeing it in real-world application, I'm convinced that fat is not the devil. Carbs are the devil. No. I mean, well, it, even if you think back to, what, cavemen and, the, you know, things like that, those guys were probably in great shape <laughs> you know i mean they had to survive they had to they had to run they had right. to go do stuff but a lot of office jobs but the thing about a lot <laughs> yeah but a lot of that stuff back then it was a lot harder to eat carbs it has only gotten easier to eat carbs as we've gone through it used to it was a lot harder to eat wheat back then or just well, eat. nobody farmed right yeah, exactly nobody, nobody farmed you were too right. busy running from whatever Yes. You're either so, running. Well, it depends on what religion you. If you're if you're a Christian, you're running from Tyrannosauruses. Uh, <laughs> if you're a creation or if you're an evolutionist, uh, you're running from like bears and shit. Yeah. So just depending on which uh, which uh, again, no judgments, but uh, whichever animal you were running from. Uh, oh so, yeah. Not uh, a ton of carbs and bears. Is what I'm trying to say before we get too off. No. But uh, no. so that's all just. I think it's only gotten easier as we as we've gotten down the line to eat carbs and carbs have fi- found their way into so many things and so many things have sugar. Meatloaf has 12 grams of sugar or 14 grams of sugar. I I think it's certainly you interesting. Know I, you know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know and I of course it'd be hard because now it's uh so much of the sugar is uh is corn syrup Right, but I would like to know the relative sugar percentage of a Coca-Cola today versus a Coca-Cola in, say, 1940, or uh, uh, baked goods. Have Twinkies? Have Twinkies gotten sweeter? Has Jello gotten sweeter? The things that have been around for a while, has the sh- has the shit gotten sweeter? Have we have we evolved with our taste in America? Demands because if you go to a Mexican bakery. And you see this stuff, and it looks incredible. And you get it, and you buy it, and you bite into it, and you're like, "It's fine, but just it's not sweet enough." Yeah, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't. It tastes more more doughy, and it doesn't have the sweetness that I think Americans are used to. And that's that's what makes me wonder if, as a country, uh, we have gotten a sweeter taste, quote unquote. Absolutely. I don't know. And all these kind of su- subjects talking about the sugar and talking about 
really like eating eating on the go, eating fast food on the go, I think kind of leads me into uh, what we wanted to talk about today, which was actually, I have it labeled as Mom's Minute here, but it's actually the fast food uh, review. Yeah. We do, uh, we do yeah, not Mom, have Mom's Mom, Minute, sadly. She traveled, and then she was kind of under the weather when she got back, so she didn't get to record one. Uh, and we're going to go back to a place that seems to be one of the few fast food joints even pretending like they give a fuck about right. nutrition. And yes. that's our old pals over at the uh, Ohio's own Wendy's. They've, uh, they've, they've taken their chicken, grilled chicken sandwich off the menu, and they've replaced, they replaced it with a uh, grilled chicken wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truman, you want to run through the stats on the grilled chicken wrap from Wendy's? Yes, the grilled chicken wrap is 420 calories, which is really not too bad. Uh, it's got 16 grams of fat, 5 grams saturated fat, no trans fat, not much trans fat in things nowadays anyways. Uh, no, they have done a good job of getting that out of there. Cholesterol, only 70 milligrams, not bad. Uh, sodium, 1230 milligrams. Again, we talked about it, 20, 2300 is about the recommended amount. That's about half, over half. That's fast food, dude. That's, that's just, they have to put just tons of salt in it to make it taste good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here, and here, and then of course, then this is the troubling one. Yeah, forty-one grams of carbs. Forty-one yeah. grams of carbs. That is, as we talked about on here, that's half my carbs that I can have in a day. Not only is it over half my half my sodium, it's also over half my carbs. Let's break this down a minute. Let's talk about this because forty-one grams of carbs. And uh, if you go to the website, it's got a nice little picture on there. It looks like it's got some dressing. Uh, should be no carbs. Got some chicken. Should be no carbs. Mm-hmm. Got some lettuce, should be no carbs, mm-hmm. uh, and you got some cheese, which mm-hmm. should be no carbs. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, for some reason, that small tortilla, and it's not even a big tortilla like you'd get at a, a Chipotle or something. Right. It's a small tortilla. Think more like a small Taco Bell size. Uh, Forty-one carbs. That's that's pretty fucking amazing. That is insane. I, I think if you just buy a, that's probably a six-inch tortilla. I think if you look up the carbs on it, like a six-inch tortilla that you buy in the store, it's not going to have 41 grams of carbs. No, right? That's what I was going to look at. I was going to go look at, tor- so, I was going to go try to find Chipotle's tortilla. Uh, mm. Just the tortilla. I know look it's awful. Fat. Look at the fat on the Chipotle tortilla because they make it with lard. This is actually, the one I'm seeing right here. And again, this is from a third-party site. I don't always trust third-party sites. Since so only has nine grams of fat, I don't know okay. if "only" is the right word to be using here, but only nine grams because, of fat because it shouldn't have any. You know, no, it's, it's right. very little. Yeah, piece of bread has one or two. But a chipotle tortilla is 320 calories and has 50 grams of carbs. And so what I'm saying okay. is that the 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 uh, Wendy's twice, probably twice as big. Right, twice as big. And that's and that's the point I was gonna get at. Yeah, is that the Wendy's grilled chicken uh, ranch wrap has you know it, it's a smaller tortilla and it's got still got forty one carbs and I would say probably what thirty five of that is from the tortilla. Maybe yeah, can't even, pick up some extra even, sugar or I mean there's only two grams of sugars and there's only two wish, grams of fiber. I wish they had the feature that some of the fast food places have where you can customize it. Mm-hmm. You can see what it looks like, you know, if I wanted to have it without cheese or whatever. Without, yeah. And I'd like, to, I'd like to break it down. I'd like to see where the, I mean, they have to come from the tortilla. And let so, me see if I can. Hold on, um, let me if see. You're on, if you're on a, if you're just, if you're doing strict calorie restriction, mm-hmm. or uh, watching your fat, this is a fine meal. This is a fine item to have. Oh, 
Um, here, wait. Here, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. I found a way to do that. Hold on. Let me select tile to edit. Yo, you can't edit the tortilla. Hold on. Let me remove everything else. Okay. Yeah. I can give you just the... I. Yeah, there we go. I can give you just tortilla stats. Just tortilla stats. 220 calories for the tortilla. Uh, six grams of fat, which is still a fair amount of fat. And yep. 38 grams of carbohydrates. So it's, There you go. So it's pretty just proportional to, to what Chipotle is doing. And Chipotle is a famously bad tortilla. Yeah, 90% <clears throat> of your carbs come from the tortilla, basically. Tortilla is also using bleached and enriched wheat, enriched wheat flour, which we try to avoid. We don't mm-hmm. do the. We try to avoid the enriched flours. That was also part oh, of the it, diet it, it, here. It's it worse from there. Uh, water, blend of vegetable oils, glycerin, potato starch with monoglycerides. Contains two percent or less of the following: baking powder, salt, mono and diglycerides, sugar, calcium, propionate. Uh, Fumeric acid, L and L cysteine. So, there you go. You know the rule: if you can't say it, can't eat it. Yes, and if you add it's back that. in everything, the uh, like the chicken has. We talk. It has modified tapioca starch. It has modified food starch. It's got uh, maltodextrin, sodium phosphate, dextrose. Which again, we talked about the sneaky sugars. Dextrose mm-hmm. is a sneaky Anything sugar. But- Anything tros. Anything tros, yep. So, and they've all got stuff like that. And it's just, they're just adding, st- where? Why? Why is any of this in there? You know, why is why is monosodium glutamate in ranch? It's a, it's a preservative. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's it's why there's so much sodium. It's why, it's, it, it's, it's the answer that it always is that, uh, it's just not, it's all, was why the anti-vax argument fell a little flat for me we went to a local mcdonald's and interviewed people eating their uh, eating their lunch about their concerns over what was in the vaccine yeah okay all right all either, right well. either we're all now if you came at it from the natural standpoint you know okay i get you i get it but if you're if you're going to mcdonald's burger king you're just shoving shit and you're you're eating processed food from the store you're worried about what you put in your body uh, you're you're a little fucking hypocritical. Sorry, and that's probably <laughs> as political as I'm going to get. But right. it, it, I did always think it was a little bit picking and choosing there. So, you know, and here's... I wanted to talk to you about something, and I was going to meant to talk to you about off-air, and I didn't. Do you see oh, any benefit... And it doesn't necessarily have to be this one. It could be whatever you do next. But do you see any benefit if you find something that you're having success with to sticking with it longer than two weeks? I've debated this for a long time because I think at the end of this, I would like to just about develop the time you our... hit your Yeah, just about the time you start to hit your groove, you're moving on to something else. Right. And I kind of, with this show, I kind of, at the, the end goal of all the, doing all these diets is to, is to develop a great diet at the end of right. this and that I can stick to that I'm losing weight on. But also, the issue is that part of this show, a large portion of this show, is people want to tune in to see me do a diet because they're like, I thought about doing this diet. How did you do this? And it's like... So but it's kind of hard. Okay, so here, here's my point to that. If you do a particular diet that somebody wants you to see, see you do, mm-hmm. and you go off and you go, well, you know, I kind of had a bad weekend, and then we did a Friday night thing. So if, if you're doing 14 days and you fuck it up five of them. Lose about a third of them, what are yeah. they? What, what, are, what are they learning? Right. So, you know, maybe if you gave it a month, you would have a chance to have better weekends, and you could spread some of that pain out. 
mm -hmm. and maybe out of 30 days you're you're sticking with it 20 you know yeah. something something like something like that maybe maybe 20 maybe 24 25 i don't know just a thought something mm -hmm. to ponder absolutely um and as always we'd like to put it to our uh vast audience if you have an opinion whether you want to see uh see the boy stay on the diet for four weeks or keep it the two-week uh schedule uh weigh in so to speak huh, how about that uh, <laughs> can... we'd, we'd like to know what are your what are your thoughts you think yeah. that's good or bad is a, a like comment subscribe share you can you can tweet at us you can text me or were you asking my opinions or are you just saying like i was asking your opinion. okay i, I thought you might have been up. posing yeah, posing to the audience what are your thoughts make sure to comment yeah, like you know do all this stuff but i i will say do all those things that does help us but i i do wonder uh you know it's the point of this show the overarching point of this show is for us to lose weight it is us trying to show you successful ways to lose weight we are coming up. Uh, we have tried eight different diets. This is my seventh or eighth diet. Uh, this is diet number eight, I do believe. So starting next week, we might do nine diets. Maybe after the tenth diet. Maybe we'll do two more. And then maybe after the tenth diet, we take a look here and we say, okay, we did, we've done this for 20 episodes. Where did we have the most success? What are all the lessons we learned? Then we do a month of our own diet and we talk about a plan and we work through it and we say, this is what we're doing. This is the success we're having. This is a roadmap for what you're doing. All of this show is about being personable and talking through how people should be losing weight or how people can lose weight, how we have lost weight and the day to day, week to week struggles of that. Yeah. And I think, journey. and I absolutely think that developing the diet, giving you guys a diet and saying this, we're having great success doing this. We think everybody should try this because we believe this will lead to success. And this is how my body's feeling. And we think this is a reasonable diet that everyone should be able to do. Even if you're just, you know, trying to start, I think this is a great place to start. And I think that should be the goal of the show. And I, so I imagine after we do 10 diets here, I think that will be our goal. Probably, I guess. So once we get kind of mid July here, I think well, we start talking about that. And let's be honest. Um, you've got a pretty good representation of the available diets that are out there that aren't bad diets, that aren't the grapefruit diet or the, the cabbage soup shit. Or, you know, and of course, we talked about we're not doing anything where you got to pay for it. We're not doing Weight Watchers. We're not going fit for mm -hmm. life or any of that shit. Right. Um, so I would think after 10 diets, you've got a pretty good analysis of the spectrum that's yes. available now. And have you done anything? You haven't done anything like super heavy carbs. Uh, vegetarian ended up being very heavy carb. Uh, well, you did a low, you did a low fat, right? I'm not sure we did. did you a, not, not low. Well, you going to try a low fat diet. Okay. All right. That has, to, that has to be one of the next two that you do. You got to try okay. a low fat. And then that's I think we owe it to really explore that avenue. Yeah. And I think we owe it to my oldest sister to do the raw food diet at some point. I think she had the raw okay. food cleanse where you only well, eat. That, like, would be a, that would be a hell of a way to finish it up. That would be, I think that should be our 10th diet. I think our 10th and final okay. diet we do is the raw food diet. So next week. So I think, okay. So next diet, send us your low fat diet ideas and right. we'll figure it out. We'll All get right. that done. I like that. Just so we fun. can do that diet and say, okay, well, that was stupid. And then move <laughs> on. Or maybe it maybe isn't it stupid. Maybe it, maybe we, maybe it is the fat that I'm eating. So yeah. Well, we'll it's also, 
It's also one of those diets where you go, well, I'm okay, I'm eating low fat. What does that mean? Well, it means I'm not eating candy bars, not eating fried foods, mm-hmm. um, not eating a lot of burgers and sandwiches. Um, right. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of crossover. Right. Um, with low, there's a lot of there's a lot of shitty carbs you're not eating if you're eating low fat. Right. Bad so, food also has a lot of fat in it, but yeah. not but not not all that uh, high fat foods are bad for you. No, look at look at our friend the avocado. The right. Exactly. It gets a terrible rap because it's really high in fat and it's all great fat. It's all yes designed to increase your LDL. So yes. Okay. Um. I like a plan. That's it. That's the plan. Okay. Now you guys have it. So, all right. All right. Uh, hey, but guys, do make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Honestly, give us your ideas. Give us if that's something you guys want to see us start to develop our own diet. You know, especially or if that if you think that's a terrible idea, we'd love to hear that also. If you're saying no, 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 I'm only here for the diets, <laughs> then just you know that's fine. Then maybe well, we'll stick that's to that. The way I, that's the way I develop mine. I wouldn't mind keto thing, except I have to have a certain amount of fiber. Right. I, I'm, I'm like a 35 grams of fiber a day. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way for me to get that is to eat some kind of super uh, high fiber uh, bread, tortilla, whatever. And I yeah. know for those of you that are real fitness people and real nutrition freaks, I know that a lot of the fiber in that is is forced fiber. It's psyllium. It's kind of it's junk fiber per se. It's not really natural fiber like you'd find in a, in a plant, like a high fiber vegetable but it's so much easier uh you have to consume so much less it's, it's kind of a shortcut for me so that's why i developed the kind of modified keto plan that i'm on that's what and that seems to be uh something that and, and again it's it, the diet's only as good as is your ability to stick to it absolutely so if i if i have a bad week i can always point to i did this i did this i i'm, I'm never i've never had you know that's what the, you always hear those come on like are you tired of exercising all the time and counting calories and not losing weight? Like, no, because that never fucking happens. Yeah, you're because probably you're, you're probably still probably doing fine. Are you tired? Right. Are you tired of lying to yourself about what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably. Are you tired of lying to yourself about the portion size and how many calories you're actually consuming? Well, you should try this. That's, and that's, that would be truth in advertising right there. And I do have a friend who was like calorie counting and losing and not and working out like every day and not losing weight. Yeah. And they went and they talked to their doctor and their doctor is like, hey, you have a thyroid issue. So if you are actually having that problem, then you should talk to a real doctor, a real nutritionist, because they right. might be able to tell you that you might actually have something wrong. Or yeah. you should talk to a psychologist because you might be lying to yourself about what's really going on. Yes. If you're in the if you're in the small percentage of people out there who are pissed off because I said that, because, yes, I do it all the time and I can't lose weight. Then, yes, it is very possible. Go talk to a doctor. Legitimately talk to a doctor. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's it's it just doesn't happen. If you lim- if you're limiting your caloric intake, and you are working out substantially, uh, you're going to lose weight. Sorry, that's it. And, and especially you know, that's, especially if you're looking at macros, that's so that's macros help learned, you for yeah, long term success. If you want to supercharge it, yeah, use your macros. So that's yes. what we've learned after after 16 weeks is basically where we are when we started. If you eat less and fucking work out, you're going to lose weight. But we've got um, scientific, but we've got, I guess, a scientific yes. process of sorts. We're this, no experts, but we have done. All, yes. This show is all about discovering what is the easiest way for you to do that. Mm-hmm. What 
because we're Americans, we want shortcuts. We realize that. We want it easy. So we're trying to come up with the easiest way, the less impactful way that you can maintain throughout your life. Yes. That's the whole kind of point of this show. We all know that would have been a quick, that would have been a quick series. We all know if you eat less calories and work out, you're going to lose weight. How do you get there? That's, that's, a, that's the whole question we're trying to answer. So, yes. Um, as always, appreciate everybody watching. Appreciate everybody yes. listening. Don't forget to check out uh, Open Disaster Productions over on the YouTube. Uh, like, comment, check us out on podcast form. We're available on all the major podcast form. Two fat guys and a dream. Make sure you check that out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast, and make sure you subscribe and you rate and review. We'd appreciate it. Um, yeah. And if you're else? getting sick of listening on some platform and you're like, well, why aren't you guys on this platform? Probably let me know. I probably just need to submit a code or something. So I would appreciate I would appreciate it because we're always looking for ways to grow. Uh, but yeah, hey, tit, tit, uh, TikTok, Twitter, Steam Machine, uh, Scott Steen over there on Twitter at, at Steen Roller. Uh, I think that's it. We do Hi. appreciate everybody for being here, for everybody for hanging out. Uh, big shout out again. All... The believers, the dreamers, and even the fat guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Great week.